This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Propax with NT Factor, a complete vitamin and mineral formula. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor repairs damaged cells, restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years, and now the 45-day money-back guarantee you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800-982-9158. Or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla, wherein we answer your questions. Questions come to us via radio program at AOL.com, and I'm delighted that you're listening. I hope that uh, you find it beneficial, uh, as do many people, uh, judging by, you know, we keep track of statistics, and this is among our most popular uh, podcasts that people listen to on a weekly basis. So um, what's the next question, Layla? This comes from Ava. Hi, I listened to your show and I have for almost 12 years, Dr. Hoffman. Your recommendations on supplementation and dietary guidelines for various forms of cancer helped my grandfather, who had multiple myeloma, and a good friend with breast cancer. Now my father has tested a few times in the past That's year. It's a real cancer cluster. Cancer yeah. Family, yeah. Yeah. My father has been tested a few times in the past year and his PSA number keeps increasing which is leading him to further testing, perhaps a biopsy. This so man, he doesn't have a diagnosis of cancer. He doesn't have a diagnosis of cancer, apparently. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, he eats all organic, no red meat, no dairy, doesn't use aluminum or plastic, doesn't even use a microwave. Mm. Well, that's Very, not necessary. Yeah. Doesn't smoke, drinks three beers a week, but even stopped altogether after the scare of okay. his PSA going up. Okay, so here, here's the deal. Uh how old is the man? 50? In his 50s. Okay, so PSA does go up with uh, age in men, so I wouldn't jump to the conclusion that he has prostate cancer. Yeah, and if he's a if he's an Do avid bike rider... Do we have a number? No. Okay. If he's an avid bike rider, that could draw, drive up PSA too, right? Right, right. So, uh, yeah. you know, but let's assume that, th that he will eventually be diagnosed with prostate cancer. I mean, he would probably get... Some additional tests. There are some urine tests and blood tests that can better define the risk. Yeah. And then before getting a biopsy, I would recommend a um, an MRI of the prostate to see if there's cancer there. Mm -hmm. uh, the problem with I didn't know this, but uh, there's a couple of ways to uh, biopsy the prostate. One is transrectal, uh, and the other is perineal. In other words, the needle goes either through the rectum and into uh -huh. the prostate, or it goes perineally, which is like avoiding the rectum. And what I didn't realize is the complication rate in uh, biopsies for wow. the prostate. It's pretty high. And in fact... Uh, in either biopsy? Well, either less so with the perineal. Perineal okay. is better. But some people are still doing the transrectal. Uh, one in 2,000 men die from a prostate biopsy. Which is a surprisingly high risk. I mean, you think one of, in two thousand. You know, so they talk about what's the risk of you know getting an adverse uh, you know the serious reaction we saw with the J and J vaccine. Well, that's probably one in two hundred fifty thousand. You know. Yeah. So I saw that stat; it just blew my mind. So you know, we you want to biopsy if you're really high suspicion for prostate cancer, but you don't want to do it right away. Yeah. So that's one thing. Um, 
then, you know, this whole thing of where people say, well, I'm doing everything right and I still got whatever. Um, yeah. That's, you know, the old joke is like, um, you know, that's what the guy, you know, uh, you know says uh, in his coffin, you know, he's like 100 years old and he's in his coffin and he says, mm-hmm. I don't get it. I was doing everything right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. People succumb. Yes. <laughs> you know? And yes. you can't. So, but this is, look, I mean, this is obviously premature, 50. There's a strong family history of cancer. I would suspect that maybe yeah. if, if it turns out to be cancer, which I, it's quite likely it won't, uh, that um, there's some familial susceptibility to cancer. And then mm-hmm. it manifests not as one cancer, but as multiple cancers. Prostate cancer is about a 20% uh, familial uh, risk. Mm-hmm. Most of it is accidental or environmental. Yeah. Uh, environmental, you know, there's some stuff we can't control in our environment. Like, you know, True. what was the stuff that you were doing before you were so healthy? Yes. What was the stuff your mother was doing while you were in utero? Right. Uh, what about environmental chemicals where you live? You say you live where? New Jersey, you know, uh, it's an old industrial state. There's a lot yeah. of pollution. Uh, there's air pollution. There's chemical pollution. A better life through chemistry. Yeah, that's but that's during this guy's lifespan. Yeah. So much has been in the environment. So, you know, did he have a job, you know, which puts him at risk of environmental exposure to chemicals and so on? What's uh, his vitamin D level? It's just vitamin D level, yeah. you know, any number of things. I mean, I don't know. So um, yeah. these many, many, many factors. So what do you do for the prostate cancer that this guy doesn't necessarily have? I decline to speculate because it's, I, you know, like don't it's know. one of those questions. So like, yeah. well, what if? Well, let's yeah. find. Let, let's get. You know, maybe the person can update us. Like, thank you, Doctor, for reassuring me. It turns out I don't have prostate cancer, or I do have prostate cancer. Let's go to the next step. What do you do? Yeah. Well, there are a lot of good doctors, especially in the New York area, who will. Do a, a, a good, a good thorough assessment and maybe do watchful waiting if there is anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Like a Dr. Aaron Katz or a Geo Espinosa. Sure, correct. Here in New York. Mm-hmm. So that could be helpful. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, as well. The other thing to point out is, yeah. um, there recently was a study of men who have the genetic predisposition to prostate cancer. They have a strong family history of prostate cancer. Maybe their, their, their grandfather and father or their, one of their siblings had prostate cancer mm-hmm. and they actually have identified some genes that are associated with that 20%, you know, men who get prostate cancer that's more of a genetic risk. And what they found is that it's very modifiable by lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's modifiable by exercise and diet. And, um, you know, these are some of the things that can make a difference. Now, mm-hmm. by diet and, and not smoking. And by diet, they didn't, they're not even talking about such a great diet. I mean, for what they, they're talking about is like a low-fat kind of diet, you know. Right, right. Like it meets the criteria of a healthy diet. Well, their criteria for a healthy diet is much less stringent than our criteria for a healthy diet. But in that study, it passed muster and it actually showed protective effects. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, um, you know, I don't know what to say about the situation. Yeah, yeah. You need to go see a doctor. Don't jump to any conclusions just because yeah. PSA is yeah. going up. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, and it could be even prostatitis, know. you know, some mild prostatitis. Sure, sure, something like that, right? Yep, good point, which to pause because we want to allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to share this vital message with you. So here goes, listen up. Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. 
Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and I'm excited about what I think may be the next big thing in anti-inflammatory supplements, a brand new all-natural daily preventative against a host of possible inflammatory issues. Black for Health liquid extract from Future Farm Botanicals. Black for Health combines four plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black cumin seed, and black peppercorn containing high levels of body-ready healing botanicals. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, and weight management, circulation, and immunity. It's a tasty supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information or to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuturefarm, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Thanks for listening, and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They're what make Intelligent Medicine continuing free resource to you, so that's a pretty good deal. And now back to our questions. Questions, by the way, come to us via radio program at AOL.com. So this comes from William. Hello, Dr. Hoffman. I wrote to you last year when a thyroid nodule was discovered. Fortunately, it's benign after two biopsies, genetic sequences, but then six months later, it kind of grew. What, what kind of cancer? Uh, no, this is a thyroid nodule. Oh, thyroid nodule. Just th- thyroid nodule. I go for another ultrasound uh, next week. When I wrote you, this was a year ago, you mentioned there was no way to naturally reduce the size of the thyroid nodule. I looked into radiofrequency ablation, but they don't offer it yet at my hospital in Michigan. Mm-hmm. However, I did find a study that was published on the NIH website. And what they use, this is really interesting. I pulled the study. This comes from Molecular Medicine Reports from 2019. Treatment for benign thyroid nodules with a combination of natural extracts. And the extracts are spirulina, curcumin, and boswellians. Mm -hmm. Anti-inflammatory things. Anti-inflammatory things. And what they found... And spirulina has a little iodine in it. So I think... I think... There you go. I'm not sure, though. Yeah. Uh, What they found was that the combination, this combination, spirulina, uh, curcumin, boswellian, is effective in reducing the signs of benign thyroids. However, of course, at the end of every study, they say additional studies are needed in order to elucidate the exact mechanisms through which the suggested supplement facilitates a decrease in the size of benign thyroid uh, uh, nodules. So this was actually administered to about 34 people, or 38 people. They were adult patients. They were over 18 years old. And they were told to take specific dosages of spirulina, curcumin, boswellia. And I stand corrected. Spirulina is actually fresh water. So it does not contain a lot of iodine. A a little bit of iodine, but not very much. Right. It's not like a kelp. Yes, Yes. So this was a double-blind, placebo-controlled crossover clinical trial. So this was actually very, very interesting. So a total of 38 patients were enrolled, of whom 34, 29 women and 5 men completed the study. They were evaluated, and they found that there was shrinkage. There was shrinkage of the the nodules. How much? By, By a significant degree. They go into some numbers and things like that. Okay. Uh, But what I find interesting is the funding. This study was financed by a grant received by the BioForum Foundation 
from DVR Farm SRL and BioNovative SRL, which intend to manufacture and bring to the market a combination called Tyrodren. Oh, it's wow. going to be called Tyrodren or Tyrodren. Well, that's a good market. There's a lot of people with thyroid nodules. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're going to try and, and, that and benign- use exactly. the study to float that. Look, exactly. i got to say that sometimes uh, those studies are uh, biased. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they're uh, designed to promote a product. Sure. I mean, it happens with pharmaceutical drugs all the time. Yeah. Um, so William, why, also yeah. with natural products. W- William is suggesting if you could suggest any brands or types of spirulina, curcumin, boswellian, is this a safe method? You could safely take any of these supplements. Yeah, I mean, not, nothing wrong with trying. There's nothing wrong with but trying. But here's the problem is, um, you know, when you have a nodule mm-hmm. um, and it looks suspicious, uh, the idea is not to shrink it. Mm-hmm. The idea is to diagnose it. Right. In other words, so the the biopsy or the surgery will remove it, mm-hmm. and then it can be examined to see if it's cancerous. Yes. Which then involves mm-hmm. different steps to prevent the mm-hmm. spread of the cancer. Yeah, it's had two biopsies and genetic sequences, so it's benign. Oh, well, then but it grew. I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. And, you know, it's I. You know. Fine. Some you know, people feel it. Some yeah. people feel it, or yeah. something, or yeah. something. There, there, there's actually a bit of a backlash against uh, thyroid surgery for nodules, because uh, and then people have had their entire thyroids removed, yeah. and o- o- only to find, lo and behold, that that looked suspicious, but it wasn't cancer. Yeah. So it's a pretty high, steep price to pay for yeah. prudence that to make sure that there's no cancer to remove your whole thyroid and yes. to rely on thyroid medication for the rest of your life. Right. Uh, when, to provide thyroid hormone, yes. You know, there, wow. And I, you know, I, I, I don't want to be redundant, but I, I will cite the like a celebrated case, which is of the former president of Argentina. Her name was uh, Kirshner, mm-hmm. and uh, it's one of those situations where, like, you know, the husband dies or the husband gets, you know, put in prison or something, and then the wife ends up being the, the president. You know, yeah. There's a, there's a succession thing with with uh, presidents sometimes, yes. and especially in Latin American countries, but also. In certain North American countries, <laughs> true, <laughs> true <laughs> that. But anyway, oh but, but yeah. So what happened with hers? It was like headline, you know, uh, Pre- Argentina president has thyroid cancer. You know, so like, oh wow, you know, well they'll, yeah. they'll do surgery and likely they'll cure it. Right. The next headline was, turns out Argentina president doesn't have thyroid cancer, but they removed her thyroid, oh. and in an in an, in an, in zealously because it was it was enlarged and somewhat suspicious it looking. It looks suspicious, and so then, let's remove it. And then on the on the dissecting table in the pathologist's uh, office, they you know lab they sliced it and diced it forty nine different ways, and they couldn't find any cancer. You know. There you go. Yeah. So that yeah. so there's a bit of a back. Don't jump the gun. That. Don't yeah. jump the gun. Right. Yeah. Okay, we've got we've got an email here from Diane. I've been pretty healthy and active for an 82-year-old. I won a 5K walk-run race in my age group two years ago. And yes, there were some others in my age group. Wow, cool. Uh, Diane loves to garden, has a big organic garden, gets lots of good exercise from her gardening as well. If I don't spend six hours digging, pruning, mowing in my yard, I'm helping friends do the same thing. I walk two to three miles each day. I use a rowing machine. I eat lots of my own fruits, vegetables out of my garden, and a small piece of 82% dark chocolate. (laughs) Well, Diane has uh, AMD, 
age-related oh, macular, macular degeneration. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So, and she's wondering, she says, I know you've written about AMD, but it was a while back and you didn't mention NAD. Oh, yeah. So my question is, which varieties do you recommend? Well, there's, there's what a, kind of dose? two basic types. There's the a, uh, NMD, nicotinamide mononucleotide. Yes. And or, uh, yeah, NMN, NMN. NMN. And then there's... Uh, what I prefer, which is NR, nicotinamide NR. riboside. riboside. Um, there are far more studies on nicotinamide riboside. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of studies on NMN. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that David Sinclair, who's a really brainiac guy who uh, is the resveratrol guy, yes. really an anti-aging researcher, prefers N- NMN. But a lot of people, um, including myself, think that the science on NR is more robust. It is. Uh, and, you know, so since this is a something that is basically dealing with nerve tissue, you know, we're dealing with a degeneration of the retina, which is a, you know, rich in nerve tissue. Um, yeah. I would say that's your play. And I would yeah. go with like uh, 500 milligrams to a day. It gets a little pricey that way. The product is true niagen. It's available niagen. through full script. And that's not to be taken on an empty stomach. It should be taken on a full stomach. I take right? it on an empty stomach. You can? Good. Yeah. There you go. I, you know, I'm not sure yeah. that there is one way to take it. When I spoke to them, they didn't seem to think there was one way or right. another to take it. Right. So there you go, Diane. I mean, wow. they're doing some research on, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if they've formally demonstrated that it prevents or slows macular degeneration, but uh, there's some bonafides in terms of supporting the mitochondria and nerve tissue like yes. in hearing issues mm-hmm. you know with uh, you know uh, hearing loss or yeah. uh, tinnitus uh, that there may be some benefit to there it maybe some benefit to it and sure. brain benefits of course mm-hmm. yeah okay Diane continued good health to you and all that wonderful exercise you're getting at 82 again you know it look that's heart, great hearts wear out Parts wear out, and you know, yeah. this, there's not it, again this is not entirely a merit system. Right. And part about that outdoor active uh, lifestyle might have been related to sun exposure to the eyes, which uh, yeah. you know deleterious. Um, you know, chances are she is a uh, blue-eyed Caucasian woman uh, mm-hmm. because light eye color and light skin are associated with higher risk for right. AMD. Society. In females, taken more in of females and female predominance. In female. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. All right. We have an email from Marianne. Hi, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. Thank you for the CV Sciences podcast. Mm-hmm. How does this product differ from Virusid, which I've had different. on hand due to your recommendation? It's very different. Should be should they be used together? I have Virusid at home all oh, the time. Okay, so what's Virusid? Virusid has vitamin A. It's got zinc, selenium, vitamin C. It has astragalus. 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 Thank you very much. (laughs) It's got some echinacea in there. It may have some golden seal. I don't remember. Uh, It may also have some um, elderberry. Uh So it's great for you feel like you're coming down with a cold or a flu, take some virusid, which is why I have it on hand. So, so the, and how does that differ from the, so the, the CV Sciences? CV Sciences has uh, has something called phosphoethanolamine, uh, which is a remarkable substance that is novel, I think, in the on the immune front, and it's very intriguing. The research on it is uh, really taking off, 
Um, that's the, the key difference. Uh, let's see what else is in there. Um, it's got a blend of reishi, mushroom, vitamin A, vitamin D, uh, zinc, and selenium. So ah. it, it really, uh, in terms of um, nutraceuticals, yeah. uh, it's the PEA is the, uh, it's endocannabinoid-like. Oh, wow. Uh, but it seems to have a good effect on immune uh, yeah. restoration. Um, Marianne is asking, should I stop taking my zinc and selenium and other supplements that are also present in this product? Well, you got to sort of look at, you know, zinc is in a lot of things. It's in multis, it's in immune formulas, and you can end up taking too much zinc. So I would try and limit your zinc to about, you know, 50 or 80 a day mm -hmm. uh, max. And mm -hmm. if you're taking an outside zinc, maybe the zinc in the CB Defense is, you know, something that you would, um, uh, you know, forego. Yeah. Right? But... Um, I'm sorry, I, I call it phosphoethanolamide. It's palmitoethanolamide. Wow. And not to be confused with phosphoethanolamide, which is also PEA, phosphoethanolamine. Okay. Uh, it's palmitoethanolamide, but PEA a for mouthful. sure. Yeah. And uh, it's a cannabinoid-like molecule that's it's naturally produced in the brain and the body. Mm. And uh, it uh, works on the endocannabinoid system. It's... Uh, there's six double-blind placebo-controlled clinical trials demonstrating the PEA has benefits in immune health, mm -hmm. and it has anti-inflammatory effects, and it has brain-supportive effects, and it also seems to work uh, a little bit on insulin metabolism. Terrific. Uh, so it's one of those ubiquitous things that um, works in you know, multiplicity of ways to balance the immune response. Mm -hmm. So CV defense is something you take every day. Uh, they have a product that's more like the go-to product if you feel like you're coming down. That's CV Acute. But I take CV Defense now daily as part of my uh, immune support program. Terrific. But I also uh, supplement with other things. So yeah. it, it's not it's it's actually not incompatible with Virusid. Yeah. Right? Virusid. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Another good one is V-Clear. I like to have that on hand. Right. Too. That has Umka in it. Umka. Umka. Yeah, Umka, which is uh, V-Clear. I can look that up. That's actually uh, the African geranium mm -hmm. is the V-Clear. Yeah, that, that we used to use that a lot you know, for yeah. ordinary colds and flus. I don't know that there's a lot of research really on Umka. It really lessens the symptoms. It, it does. I mean, we've taken... I, I'm testimony to that. I was like, wow. But it, it's not one of those things that's been really tested for, um, you know, against... Um, um, Against uh, COVID, against I mean, it may, COVID. there may be some research, but, but it's regular not, cold and flu. Yeah, yeah, yeah regular cold. Yeah. So you know, I got to say this, and this is uh, in uh, conclusion, is that uh, you know that there's that 1.9 trillion dollar <clears throat> bill that got passed for COVID relief. Yeah, it's only 10 percent COVID relief, is my understanding. Well, that's that's the problem, and you know they slipped a lot. They put a, it's, they made a big sausage out of it. And they slipped a lot of things into it. A lot that, of pork. Pork. <laughs> and a, a bit of a Trojan horse for yeah. empowering the FTC to clamp down on what they claim are COVID-related fraudulent claims. Oh, no. And so I, I, I didn't know that they, this is like by stealth. It wasn't 
argued. It wasn't By stealth. discussed. And that's how they do it. Yeah. And it, so there's this provision in there which strengthens the hand of the FTC to impose fines and, uh, you know, go after companies that make COVID-related claims. Huh. So if we suggest vitamin D, we're going to be slapped with a $10,000 fine? Oh, that's the least of what they would go after. Mm. You know, it's like, mm. you have any assets? You, ah. would, you better keep them offshore. Right. <laughs> Fortunately, right. we don't have a lot of assets to conceal, yeah. or unfortunately. Mm. But uh, yeah, it, it's amazing. Uh, this is this is really uh, problematic. Uh, that That's a big problem. There's, they, they slipped that in. They slip by stealth. By stealth. And there's an article by my organization, the Alliance for Natural Health, about this this month, mm-hmm. uh, how the FTC has now been uh, supercharged because of a, a bill that was supposed to be for COVID relief. And, you know, ironically, some of the things that people turn to through the, you know, nutraceutical industry yes. are helping to provide a bulwark against the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's just terrible. That is terrible. That's terrible. I, you know, it shouldn't happen. I, I just, I just find it uh, really disconcerting. Mm-hmm. And it was all that. It was like, let's, we've got to pass this, pass this, pass this, so people can get their money. It's like, I want my checks. I want my checks. I want my checks. And by the way, you're getting your checks, and then the all this other stuff got passed in that yeah. bill. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable is right. Terrible. Uh, so check the out the. It's uh, not the way it should operate. Uh, anh-usa.org website, yes. Alliance for Natural Health, for details on that. And, you know, if you're unhappy about it, uh, let your people in Washington know. Yes. Uh, that, let let uh, your representatives know. Yeah, that, you're you know, you're, you're down with the COVID relief. I mean, yeah, people were suffering and people needed, you know, sure. uh, help. But, you know, to use that as a cover to pass bills that restrict access to truthful information about COVID, mm-hmm. you know, such as we sometimes discuss, mm-hmm. um, you know, we could really be in the crosshairs. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and I'm truthful about it. So, look, there's no, uh, there's, there's no strong double-blind placebo-controlled trials on mm-hmm. each and every one of these things that we suggest, but there, uh, but there are many, 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 many of, hundreds and thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of case studies right, and, that have to be considered and, as part of the science. And, and biological Not everything is an RCT. And biological plausibility. I mean, exactly. On the other hand, I mean, compare that to the uh, the efficacy of masks. Right. You know, we, we take it as a given that masks are a bulwark against COVID, and nobody wants to even brook the discussion about masks. If you talk about masks in an ad, in a... Uh, uh, questioning way, you know, you risk being uh, canceled or, yes. uh, you know, banned from... It's tyranny. Yeah, it is. It's well, let's get started on down this pathway. But, you know, there's, there's some of the, I think some of the ugliest impulses of, um, of uh, uh, you know, government authorities and health authorities and uh, the people themselves have been unleashed. Yeah. Amid COVID, it's the there's a mass hysteria that reigns, yes. and we've got to normalize to this. We've we got to get back to sanity. Yes, in in some of the ways that we uh, protect ourselves. Amen. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. This is Layla Mutin, RD. 
I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.